With Rick and Jeff, I'm Rick, and I'm Jeff. And Jeff, today we're talking about horror. We're talking about weird shit. We're talking about Midsummer. So it's that movie from that guy who made Hereditary, <laughs> right? Here's another semi-horror movie about weird cultish shit, right? Uh, I don't think that does it justice. I think it's a folktale horror story about a group of friends. Including Chidi, who uh, who are in graduate school and go to Sweden for a midsummer festival, and then it's folktale horror. You know exactly what's going to happen. Does Chidi go to the bath place? <laughs> Chidi definitely goes to the bath place because he drank too much almond milk. Ah, uh, almond milk. That that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, I knew the impacts on the environment, but I still do it. Well. Okay, spoilers for Good Place. <laughs> so Chidi says he went to the bad place because he knew the effects that almond milk had on the environment. And he kept drinking it. And as we know from season three, that no one has gone to the good place in centuries because of all the unintended consequences in the modern world. Which means Chidi really did go to the bad place. Oh yeah, you're right. You're milk. right. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Midsummer. Jump into full spoilers for this movie because it's a horror movie. You know exactly how it ends with sunshine and rainbows. Actually, that's half true. Actually, yes, that, that's true. That's true. So let's talk about the genre of this movie. Okay, Jeff. So it's a horror movie. I feel like in name only. Like how Hereditary was a family drama disguised as a horror movie. Uh, Midsommar is a breakup movie disguised as a horror movie. Right. That makes sense. Also, Midsommar is not as scary as Hereditary. Hereditary does actually get kind of scary at some points. But at no point was Midsommar scary. Some of the imagery was pretty unsettling. Right. But never to the point of actual overt horror i think horror comes from the unknown when you don't know what to expect next i never got that with midsummer you know that they're going to this festival and they're going to get picked off one by one what surprised me about this movie is at the end how cathartic it makes you feel especially if you're someone who just came off a bad breakup and the director ari aster he wrote this movie right after he went through a breakup. So I'm sure it's very cathartic for him about how this movie ends is that, again, unlike Marriage Story, although we disagree, there's clearly a good guy and a bad guy in this movie. And the boyfriend was so toxic and he embodied all the toxicity that this community, the Harga, was trying to get rid of. And once that happened, that really released all the sense of every attendee at this Midsummer Festival and has a happy ending. And I would argue that this movie is not a horror movie, but it's actually a fairy tale. It's basically Frozen for adults, Jeff. And let me explain. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead and explain this. I'm curious. Uh, so, 
let's look at the elements of a fairy tale, right? Okay. What usually happens. There's a call to action where it's usually about orphan whose family dies and they have a sense of loss and goes out into the world seeking a new sense of belonging and a new sense of family. And eventually, by the end of the movie, they find that in an unexpected place. This movie starts with her sister killing both of her parents okay. and herself. Okay. She's orphaned. She's lost in the world. Um, and then she meets this um, a Swedish person who's a friend of her boyfriend. And he's basically a prince in this community. Especially at the end when he's rewarded for bringing the sacrifices to the community. And throughout this movie, she learns to let go of her past. Let it go. And really embrace this new community. And by the end of the movie, she finds this new family and new sense of belonging. And the movie appropriately ends with her with a big smile. And she literally becomes royalty. She becomes the May Queen. And she realizes her journey from orphan to princess to queen. Alright, I suppose if you look at certain aspects, then yeah, it does resemble a fairy tale in some ways. It would have to be a grim fairy tale because <laughs> it mean, is have, dark as fuck. Have you read Grimm's fairy tales? Those were so grim and so dark. Right. Appropriately named, right? Yeah. I have not actually read any of the Grimm fairy tales, okay. but I generally know that they were very dark. Do you remember the first five minutes of Up? Yeah? That's like the vast majority of Grimm's fairy tales. Ooh, bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, you should see the you should see the Grimm's fairy tale version of Frozen, the Ice Queen. Ooh, Elsa is not a likable person in that story. Wait, is Frozen not original? No, Frozen is based on a folklore fairy tale. Huh. Well, I actually learned something today. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and in Midsommar, the Harga are based on Swedish folklore. And what's interesting about this movie, and especially the imagery in this movie, great cinematography. Do we? Oh agree? yeah. Oh yeah. Art represents a huge part of this movie because the art on the walls of this movie tell the entire story of this yeah. movie. So not only when they get to uh, Sweden and they see the rituals on the walls, which you don't even notice on first watch, this movie begins with a zoom out of art on Danny's wall, on... Uh, Florence Pugh's wall in her apartment and it has bear imagery, it has smoke imagery that literally lays out the entire storyboard of the movie if you're paying attention. Yeah, I did not catch that the first time around. However, I did a little research after the movie and turned out yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. Again, I think this is especially if you're going through a bad breakup or it's like something like Marriage Story will make you feel sad. Uh, this movie, I think, will make you feel good because you'll put yourself in the point of view of Danny and releasing that native energy. I'm not sure I would agree with that. <laughs> I have never been in any situation where I wanted my friends all dead. Oh, maybe not that part. But your ex is definitely, right? Yeah. It's like John Mulaney says, anyone who's seen you naked 
Must it's, die. Must die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. <laughs> I feel like there's so many little callbacks and Easter eggs in this movie. Like how a Swedish graduate student says he was also an orphan when he was young. His parents died of fire. Mm-hmm. And with the ending, we know exactly what happened to his parents. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So let's go to the central point, Jeff. Did you like this movie? I don't know if I liked it, but I I think I'm glad that I saw it mm-hmm. because it was radically different from what I'm used to seeing. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I think it's a shame that this movie came out so early in the year that it probably won't warrant a lot of Oscar consideration, but I think this definitely deserves it. Florence Pugh has proved herself uh, to be one of the best actors in Hollywood. And it's heartwarming to see her work getting rewarded. So I really love this movie. I think it's a sense of catharsis. And it's it's a really emotionally free movie. And it's a kid's fairy tale, but for adults. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just glad I saw it. You know, I was actually listening to an interview with James Mangold, the director of Ford v. Ferrari and Logan. Mm-hmm. And he said that when he was in school, his professor said, don't spend a movie, which is three years of your life, mm-hmm. teaching people that two and two is four. Mm. I know two and two is four. Everyone knows two and two is four. We've known it all our lives. Tell me that two and two is five and explain why. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I think this is kind of like that. Mm. You... Like, okay, here's the kind of movie you're used to. Bam, here's something else. Just give me a chance. I'll explain why. And in that sense, yeah. All right, I'm glad I saw it. I agree with that wholeheartedly because it has all the traditional elements of a horror movie where you go to this unsettling place and your friends are being picked off one by one, but it completely subverts the genre at the very end where you, you learn that you had to let go of the toxicity from your past to be able to move forward. Right. So I, I think we're more or less in agreement that we're glad we saw this movie. I'm not sure if I liked it, but I'm <laughs> sure I didn't dislike it. But you know what I did dislike? This movie is really, really too long. This is, it's too long. <laughs> is it just because your attention span's too short? No, dude. It's two and a half hours. That's, that's really long. Avengers was two and a half hours. The Avengers Endgame was yeah. three hours, but I don't know. It's just it flowed better. I guess it had mm. better pacing. Though I still have never seen a start to finish without peeing. <laughs> I do not have that kind of strength. <laughs> if you do, then I envy you. Um, I, yeah, it's too long. I, my initial issue with this movie is that it was too predictable. You knew everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was going to happen. However, after seeing it, think about it, is that it's predictable for a reason. The horror elements are predictable because the real story isn't about the horror elements. The real story is about the main character's personal growth throughout the movie. And that's what the director is trying to get you to focus on. Right. Yeah. I'm okay with the predictability because, like, it's fine. Just, I can see where it's going Just get there in a cool way. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. One other gripe I have that I'm not sure is legitimate. Let me bounce this idea off you. Do you feel the movie kind of indirectly is kind of racist? Like it discourages you 
from learning about foreign societies by inciting fear of the unknown. It's like it's like xenophobic, isn't it? Um, I. I, I can see how someone would read it that way, but I don't think that's the intention at all. Yeah, I don't think that's the intention at all. I'm saying I see it as an unintended side effect. Hmm. You, you can say that, but I've spoken to a lot of people who relate to this movie very much. And people don't see... People's opinions on this movie are drastically different. Yeah. And a lot of people don't see the Harga as a cult. And they see Danny as undeniably right in this relationship. And her boyfriend got what he deserved. So I think for a lot of people, I don't know if... I don't know if everyone's going to take this as foreign cultures are bad. I think a lot of people are going to see this as... Yeah, this culture has makes a lot of sense if we're, if we're being open-minded. I can get why you would say... That her boyfriend, what is Christian? Was that his name? Yeah, Christian. Which it's a little. It's not subtle. At yeah, all. not subtle at all. <laughs> I can see how you can say that Christian got what he deserved. I, I'm not sure. I agree that he deserved death, but he was not the best person. But he sacrificed it, himself for the greater good. Involuntarily, he involuntarily sacrificed himself. Right, I thought a sacrifice. The anyway, I don't think anyone else deserved to die. What? Will Poulter dies because he pissed on a tree? I, I get he didn't know. We all piss on trees. Does, does he die just because he's Will Poulter? Just because he's, yeah, he's evil? Like, like, Will Poulter, whenever you see a movie, he's just inherently evil. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> didn't you watch was... Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> I did really like the scene in this movie yeah. where he was tripping on shrooms. Yeah, uh, that Everyone was lay a down. scene. Everyone lay down. Who are these people? <laughs> I don't want any new people right now. Lay down with me, guys. <laughs> oh, it's so comfortable. John, can you lay down, please? I need you to lay down right now. <laughs> um, obviously, he Will Poulter is an asshole. Uh, Chidi, we've already discussed. He drinks almond milk, so he's an asshole. <laughs> Actually, and, I, I I think Chidi arguably maybe deserved it in this movie. Mm, how so? He violated their sacred code when they told him not to do it. That's true, yeah. Yeah, like the Will Poulter thing. Okay, he peed on a tree. Like, there's no way you could have known. That That whatever. Come on. <laughs> that, this, this community has bathrooms. Just go to a bathroom. Like, you're outside. You can pee on a tree. Will, Poulter, Will Poulter also has sex with the girl without permission from the village. Does he? I thought she lured him away. I think, which I guess means he tried to. Right, right. Whereas Christian obtained permission from the village before having sex with his partner. And that before, was a really weird scene. Before cheating, <laughs> before cheating on Danny. Yeah. And that's actually, I would say that's my favorite moment in the movie when Danny finally sees Christian cheating on her. Because from the very start of the movie, when her parents died and her sister died, she's been trying to keep it together. She's been trying to pie game face. But at the at that exact moment when she sees Christian and she breaks down and the rest of the women start mimicking her and breaks down with her. That's the moment when she finally lets out all her emotions and uh, realizes it's unhealthy to keep those in and finally understands her grief to a level that she would not have understood it if it were not for her new family. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene when they were all grieving together. I'm like, damn, damn, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, I love this movie, Jeff. I uh, It seems like you have mixed thoughts on it. I think, let's put it this way. I This is one of my top ten movies of the year. But, that being said, I would not recommend this movie to someone unless I knew them very, very well. Yeah, you have to be open to just about any experience if you're going to like this mm-hmm. movie. I don't want to say open-minded because everyone says they're open-minded and to say you're not open-minded at at this point is kind of an insult. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say open-minded, but you have to be open to this experience. You have to have have a big comfort zone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think you need to be willing to see the Hargus culture as a legitimate way of life rather than coming in and condemning them without seeing all the facts it's it's not i'm not saying that you can't end the movie with a sense of condemnation but i think you need to make that decision as you watch the movie rather than before you watch the movie yeah sounds about right okay so that was midsummer until next time jeff where can people find us pretty much anywhere apple podcasts Stitcher, SoundCloud, Overcast, whatever. Google Play? Google Play. Whatever you want. We're the blue one. We're the blue <laughs> icon. If you want to get in contact with us, that's movieplacepod at gmail.com. All right. See you next time. <laughs>